This is the Passive Real Estate Podcast, the premier podcast for passive real estate investors. Matt Jones interviews experienced passive investors who share their industry secrets and active investors who show you different ways to invest passively. Hello, and welcome back to the Passive Real Estate Podcast. I'm Matt Jones, and today I'm going to talk more about real estate syndication. However, I'm going to talk about a different kind of real estate syndication than I've really talked about much before. Normally, like most real estate syndications are fall under uh, the SEC under Regulation D, and the, you know usually you're going to find either 506C or 506B offerings under that Regulation D. But today I'm going to talk about Regulation A, and Reg A it's you know usually start you know abbreviated as it's a kind of a mini IPO essentially. So it's still investing in real estate syndication. But uh, and it's not like a full IPO where you got to go through the whole rigmarole. But there is certainly more to do with it than just like a regular 506B or 506C syndication. And uh, so there's multiple tiers within Reg A, and both are going to require companies to file an offering form. Um, it's called a, a circular, a, a key disclosure document for investors, and is going to be included in that statement. And investors must either receive that circular or be given information on how to access it. And payments for securities uh, can only be accepted after the SEC qualifies that offering statement. However, the SEC's qualification doesn't imply approval or guarantee the accuracy of the documents. And you know, tier one, uh, like you know, there's the two tiers. The tier one allows companies to raise up to twenty million dollars over a twelve month period, and it also must be uh, qualified in the specific state security regulations under the states where the securities will be sold. So if they're, you know, the, the syndication uh, for this Reg A is based out of, let's say, Minnesota, but they're offering, uh, you know, sale or they're, they're raising capital from investors in Indiana, Arizona, Florida, just, you know, whatever state they're doing from, they have to, you know, fall under the regulations of the states for those different ones under the tier one. Now, tier two Reg A, that permits raising up to $50 million within 12 months, and it is not required to qualify the offering statement under state securities regulations. And uh, they still must submit like ongoing reports, uh, such as an annual report, a semi-annual report, and a current report. And it's important to note that tier two offerings not listed on an, are they, they're not going to be listed on a national securities uh, exchange. They're going to have investment restrictions. And investors must either be accredited or they're limited to investing no more than 10% of their annual income or net worth, which excludes their primary residence value uh, and any related loans with that. So here's an overview of how a real estate syndication with uh, or through Regulation A typically works. So first, the syndication sponsor or the general partner, they're going to offer, or they're often going to be a real, either a real estate professional or a company with some expertise in identifying and managing real estate investments. They're going to form a legal entity, usually an LLC, to serve as the investment vehicle for the real estate project. And then the sponsor will prepare and file an offering a circular with the SEC uh, for whatever kind of offering that they're doing. Um, and then the document will contain details about the, uh, you know, the information of the real estate project, uh, such as you know, also the syndication entity, the financial statements, as well as any other relevant disclosures. Once the SEC qualifies the offering circular, the syndicator can then start marketing the investment opportunity to potential investments. 
or investors rather. And unlike traditional uh, private placements, Reg A allows for general solicitation. And so that means that can advertise the investment to the general public. So, you know, 506B offerings, I'll, you know, I'll accept both accredited and non-accredited investors, but you can't like advertise it on Facebook or billboards or newspaper or anything like that. But Reg A also accepts both accredited and accredited or non-accredited investors and can do that general solicitation. So that's a, a key difference there. So, um, and then in people, investors who are interested in the real estate project with uh, that particular Reg A offering, they can invest in that syndication by purchasing shares or interest in that syndication entity. And these investments can be made by, like I said, both accredited and non-accredited investors, uh, you know, subject, of course, to specific investment limits set by the SEC. And then the capital raised through the syndication is used to uh, you know, either acquire, develop, uh, and or manage real estate projects. And the syndicator will typically take an active role in managing the property and the investors will of course be passive investors only. And then the returns on the investment are typically gonna be distributed to the investors according to the terms outlined in the offering circular. And these returns may come from the rental income or the property appreciation or some other uh, revenue generated by the real estate project. So the syndicator is going to be required to provide ongoing updates and reports to the investors as outlined in the offering circular. Compliance with Reg A reporting requirements is going to be essential to maintain transparency as well as regulatory compliance. So uh, real estate syndications under Reg A will offer you know, several advantages, I would say, including the ability to raise capital from a larger pool of investors you know, there's potential cost savings in comparison to traditional IPOs. And they also have the ability to engage in general solicitation. But there are also regulatory and reporting requirements that must be followed to ensure that compliance with securities laws. Also, a Reg A offering is just going to be more costly to put together from a, a legal standpoint. So a lot more lawyer fees and, and time that the lawyers need to put all this together. And uh, so... I would say if you're just, you know, if a syndicator is going to do a smaller project, a smaller syndication, Reg A is not the right thing because of that, that uh, you know, higher expense, essentially. But if there's a bigger offering, like I said before, you can raise up to $50 million under the uh, Reg A in 12 months. So like if you're going to do like a big project or like multiple projects together wrapped under one umbrella, uh, Reg A might be the right structure for that. And uh, so investors who are considering participating in a Reg A offering should conduct their own thorough due diligence on, uh, number one, the syndicator, the sponsor, <laughs> you know, that's the key thing in all of this, but also the real estate project, as well as the terms of the investment to make their best informed decision. So read through that offering circular, you know, and have your lawyer do that as well to make sure the terms are not uh, wonky in any way, shape or form. And also, you know, uh, consulting with a financial advisor like a CPA, I would say is also beneficial to understanding the specific risks, risks and um, opportunities associated with, with that kind of investment. Uh, so any kind of offering, any kind of syndication, you got to do your due diligence. The sponsor matters more than the deal itself, but you still got to do your own you know, due diligence into that deal, read through everything, make sure it lines up with your investment goals and strategies. 
But Reg A can be a great option if uh, you're looking to like invest, you know, part of like a bigger deal, for example. Now, uh, you also like one of the terms I would say to watch out for, sometimes there's um, going to be, I would say, so one of the things to look out for, I've looked at some regulation A offerings before, and I've seen where there's like many, some you know, sometimes a lower investment threshold, like instead of a $50,000 minimum, maybe it's only a $5,000 minimum. So it's easier for a lot of unaccredited or non-accredited investors to get into. But if you're investing a lower amount, oftentimes there's going to be a lower return that you'll get on that investment. Uh, unless you, you know, go like a higher amount, like maybe, uh, so there'll be like certain classification of shares. If you invest at least 5,000, then you get like the basic share. If you invest at least 50,000, then maybe you get a, a slightly higher um, share that, or quality share that gives a little bit better returns. And if you're investing a million dollars or more into that regulation A offering, then you get like the best return on your investment. And I guess the reason behind that is, uh, you know, it's kind of a pain. There's there's administrative headache to overseeing like lots and lots of different investors all at the same time. Um, and so if you have fewer investors, that's just less work on the syndicator's part uh, for putting it all together and doing investor relations, raising capital and all that. So it makes sense, I would say, of why there'd be that difference in returns based on how much you're investing. But you want to make sure you're paying attention to that as well. Now, um, and, but again, the key thing in all this, honestly, look at the syndicator. What is their track record? What are the kind of returns have been, they've been able to provide their investors in the past? What kind of communication uh, have they provided to their community, uh, to their investors before? Those are some key indicators to look at because, you know, a syndicator's past performance is probably a good insight of what their future performance will be like as well. So, uh, Consider Regulation A. It can be a great option if it matches with what your uh, investment strategy is. And as always, happy investing. Subscribe to this podcast to stay updated on new episodes. Leave a review to let us know that you enjoy the content. There are tons of ways to invest in real estate that you can explore by reading Matt Jones's book called Book About Real Estate. It summarizes many top real estate books all in one. Find it on Amazon, Audible, iTunes, Google Play, or barnesandnoble.com. If you want to learn more about passive real estate investing, go to hawkwingcapital.com.